This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Fasten your seatbelts. Hold on to your butts. That was pretty good, too. That this was very good, good. This is a good six-pack. It wasn't as good as last week, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. This was better than last week, that's for sure. You think I it's do. better? I think it's better, hmm. actually, because, uh, I, I don't know, I think there was a crispness, and but also like a briskness. There was a, sudden, there was a suddenness to yeah. it. Yeah, like there's no nonsense, like, hey, we're getting ready to do this. But the la- but see, the last one had a little oh, bit of the wetness to it, and I was like it wet, so. So the first one, the one the previous week... Keeping it moist. Resonated a little yeah. more. That was it was a little did. bit of a. Mm. Yeah. Well, it felt like you were drinking a beer. Well, the topics from the previous uh, episode was also was also uh, at least the first part was pretty heavy, so uh, so I think the pop, you know, kind of just mirrored it. So mirrored the wetness yeah. of it, the moistness. We, yeah, we need to correlate those it was like two. A good chocolate cake. Well, welcome back, bastards. <laughs> how been? How have the couple couple of weeks been? <laughs> Pretty uh, went good. I like that. Yeah, as you. Ooh, that was good too. Was it? Yeah, you have a talent. I think I just the spatial relation between me and the microphone. It's working well. It's going it's okay well. today. Digging it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been fine too. Thanks for asking. So nah, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, so we did. We we did. We went heavy in the last episode. At least the first part. And we thought, hey, let's do a completely, you know, light episode, although not light in subject matter. Oh. Uh, uh, or not light in he- calories. Heavy in calories. Fat, exactly. It's keto. Heavier fat. It's keto. But we're, so this is our food, food-isode. Food, foodie episode. Food-isode. Food-isode? food I think you're ever thinking of there, Chief. Food-ite. Yeah. Food-ite. <laughs> Food-ite. Right. I'm just checking your, your consumption level here. It's pretty high. Okay, I just I thought there was three. I still have two left. I thought there were three left, and you just opened your you just opened your fourth. No, I was like, you only had one in that whole episode. No, this no. I so I had you three. Had I had five. You brought five. No, I, well, I actually had four, and then yeah, I did. I did bring five, so I get. I have had three. Math is not my subject. Well, from the you know from the listener's point of view, this is a fresh. Fresh recordings. We just means. started drinking, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I'm so. just making sure he's where he needs to be. That's oh yeah. He's, oh, I'm definitely oh, yeah. there. Okay. Now yeah. I'm not too. I'm not too far yeah. gone yet. I'm good. I'm good. No, I was worried to the other. The other extreme. Yeah, because that's you that's hadn't had enough. Oh no 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 no. No, I mean like the you know the thermometer thing that you like track the donations that you have. We need Mac that. is like a three quarters full right now, maybe. By the so. way, some I went, I went shopping before this this week's episode and. Um, I got asked again to to uh, uh, round up my my don or my price or whatever the what you know what I'm trying Would to say. Would you like to uh, to donate? yeah donate wherever? That's like no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. We've already talked about this. I know that. That's it's not like it's happening. It happens all the time. It doesn't happen all the time. And the person in front of me did it, so I felt bad by saying no, but I said no anyway. But did you have to you say, say no? You say you say uh, not not right, not this time. I just said no. We you say not this time because it's like, well, maybe we'll do it next time. Well, even though you don't do it next time. Yeah, that's the thing. I just said no. I didn't want to give the guy any hope. Who was there? I mean, he looked depressed enough already. What's, t- what's twenty one <laughs> cents gonna do to yeah. a person? Exactly. Nothing. Fuck him. Well, it helps to pay for a cleft chin operation, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So this is the foodie sode. Uh, yeah, cleft. You don't need an operation for a cleft. I have a cleft chin. What is oh, it? A cleft, cleft palate. palate. Cleft palate. <laughs> It's a palate. What if you want? What if you want? You know, a smoother, smoother chin. Chin smoother. Like, yeah. like I've got a smooth chin. Well, except for the hair, for the scruff. Yeah. But yeah. well, so it's just that's what I'm doing that because you're trying not to look as fat as you really are. <laughs> it's good. That's it's good. exactly what happens yeah. here. Uh, so speaking of fat, <laughs> um, so human is, meat. This, oh wait, what? this is the food food episode. So the first part is um, that we're going to talk about is quirky or annoying eating habits. Yeah. Um, then we'll we'll top it off at the after the break with controversial foods. Are we ready to top, do this? I'm gonna top it off. That's good. This, this is dynamite. I'm getting hungry already. <laughs> All right. So, quirky or annoying eating habits, Mac. Let's start with you. Yeah. So I tend to have a few habits that I don't know if they're quirky or annoying because when I'm doing them, they're not really affecting anybody. It's just me. But if I go and I pick up food, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's Thai food, uh, it could be 
getting food for that guy out there hammering. Uh, it's a roofer, probably. He's probably hungry. He's probably hungry for this show. Uh, I will almost, and I did it today. I went and got McDonald's, which I don't like to do very often, but it's for the breakfast part of it. I love the egg McMuffins with bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bacon instead of the ham. I like the ham. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you go there. <laughs> Is that extra? It is, is a little one to one swap. No, it's extra for some reason. So you can't say hold the ham, add bacon. No, and they charge you more for that. They charge you more for the bacon. I know it's kind of disturbing, but okay. So corollary, I went to Carl's coronary. Cor Carl's Junior. Corollary Junior. <laughs> you can get a biscuit with sausage and egg ah. for like a deal. It's like two bucks if you buy mm. a couple of them or something. The bacon costs more. I don't understand it's like, that. What I mean. Well, you mean you mean to add to add bacon? Not or? add bacon, but the bacon version of it costs more. Costs more. I guess what? bacon apparently costs more than ham or Canadian bacon, and that's what happened. The guy was like, "Hey, you know Canadian bacon is the same as ham." I said, "I didn't. I didn't ask for Canadian bacon. <laughs> I said, can I sub bacon?'" And he's like, oh, "Oh, okay." And I had to. He waited. He waited until I got out there to tell me, oh, "You know the Canadian bacon is the same." I know. That Canadian bacon is the same. It's not the same as bacon, though. I'm aware of it, you son of a bitch. Give me the bacon. So you're going to ask for back bacon. And then the American bacon. Did he ask you to donate 23 cents change to a. (laughs) No, luckily he didn't do that there. But so, anyway, I I, I left from there and went to Starbucks afterwards, right? To go get a couple of Starbucks. Quick, quick, yeah. Quick before you move on. Quick corollary. Quick coronary. the purpose of going to McDonald's was to bring food home, or was yes. just you were just eating it no, while you're driving? No, it was to bring food home. I, because, we, I mean, we already had food at home, but we were craving it because we had drank all day yesterday. We had a couple hours at the pool. It was fantastic okay. time. And we got white we got white claw, which I want to discuss a little bit later on as yeah. to our, our, our views on, on the food. It is a controversial yeah, yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I didn't ask about any of this. but <laughs> no, 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 but it all ties in because so I got drunk. And then a really good thing to do in the morning, it wasn't like a terrible hangover, but it was like, okay, I can use some greasy mm-hmm. McDonald's. And it worked out fantastically. I felt much better afterwards. But I ate the food before I got home. And I only live five minutes away from there. Okay, my, my point was, you, are you bringing back food for others? Yes. Or just you? It wasn't just me. It was, it okay. was for the fam, right? So then you went to Starbucks after... Well, for no, I went. I went or? to Starbucks for for me and and Claire. But in while I was waiting in line, of course, I'm eating my food. My in the my, car. My, my in the portion car. in the in car. The car. Got, got, and got even it. if I hadn't gone to Starbucks, I would be eating my food on the way back. Also, because like, I'm not going to wait. But so, but here's the other thing: is that if you're going to get the coffee after, yeah, the food you're not eating that's not for you is getting cold. I don't care. Okay, well, that's, we're just establishing this. Yeah, I mean, it's still going to be just as good. So why not go and Starbucks this, it's not first? Like, and it's not like they were in Russia. I mean, like, the Star- American Starbucks, it, it goes just like that. It was pretty fast. Saying, that was only a line at Starbucks. Though. Go to Starbucks first? Yeah, but then the coffee. But I was be, hungry. Coffee will I was more hungry than coffee. Lukewarm. I was more hungry than I was okay, eating this is all Wait, fine. so what are you... Uh, what are you unhappy about here? No, I'm not unhappy with anything. I'm just saying that some people would, like, expect that you bring back... And then you all eat together, right? I don't subscribe to that. I think if so, you're hungry. So Claire finds that annoying, or you find that annoying about yourself? Well, she's asked sometimes, like, hey, did you get anything for yourself? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, where is it? I already ate it. She's like, oh, you didn't wait for us? It's like, no. Oh, so, okay. I get it. I think so people have an ex- and have some sort of weird thing. It's like, you should wait. The as family dines to- who dines together right, stays together. Right, right. And, and to me, I'm like, no, I'm fucking hungry. And I, I had to go pick it up. You didn't go pick it up. I'm eating it on the way back home. I'm not waiting. So I think the case to be made for eating it all together is so that other people don't know that you poisoned it. <laughs> right? Right, right. Well, okay. they need to hire somebody then to go taste all the food then. Because... I have a solution for you, Mac. Yeah? Get a second sandwich. So well, I did. But I ate that too. Oh, son of a oh, bitch. Backup yeah. plan also? Yeah, the backup plan I have a, I have a third... Uh, options. Get a third sandwich. <laughs> Go somewhere no. else on the way home no. with the other food. Don't do, don't do drive-through for McDonald's. Go into the uh, hear me out. Okay. Go to the restaurant. Purchase purchase the sandwich that you're gonna eat at home. The yeah. sandwich you're gonna put uh, eat in the car. Oh. The bag that 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 sandwich that you're gonna eat at home is in. Uh, I'm sorry. The sandwich that 
there's meals that you're gonna eat at home. Put it out of reach. Throw it in the trunk. Throw it in the trunk. Say throw it in the trunk. Or on the roof. Out of reach. They'll probably make it back. But what I'm saying is that only have in the car the the one that you know you're gonna eat. Whether that's one sandwich or two sandwiches, I I don't care. But so that way you protect. And you protect not only the food that you can that you will eat at home eventually. Right. Then you also satisfy your you know your husbandry duties and your husbandry, duties. animal husbandry. Yeah. But see, the other problem beyond that is that I'll do it not just with drive-through. I'll do it with like takeout. So I'll go pick up a pizza, and I, the pizza's there, and of course I'm going to open it up, and it, it's I know about the temperature it is. So I know it'll probably burn a little bit at the top of my mouth, but I'm going to get it anyway. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna close it down, and I'm so still gonna eat the pizza. Don't ever let while Mac I'm driving. Go get a birthday cake, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Well, I mean, why don't you just put the put it in the back seat? Put the pizza in. The back. Well, is it just because it's still it's still within reach? I still smell it, and I want it anyway. And I've already spent the time to go out and get it, so I'm going to get my share. It's is my that payment. what you're doing though? Is that you're ensuring that you're getting the best a piece. certain portion? Yes, with yes. gas. With gas and your time, why don't you just do Grubhub? It's going to be about the same. Yeah, I'd rather just go get it because then at least, again, I get Grubhub the best Because Grubhub is going to eat your food. Yes. <laughs> it'll be colder. And, it won't be poison, right. And poison your food. And poison. Now, there's the poison that. part, yeah. I'll yeah. spit on it. <laughs> I always tip. Nobody spits on my food. I don't know if I'd find this. I mean, it looks like Claire finds this annoying or you also find it annoying. I can see how someone could find it annoying. It's like, why didn't you wait? You couldn't have waited five minutes to get home and we could eat it together as a family. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that Claire has the biggest problem with it. It's not even necessarily about her. It's just, I can understand why this might bother somebody. So what do you then do when everybody else is eating? Do you sit at the table? Do you do other stuff? What do you I'm do? full at that point. I'm good. Yeah, I'm but just, are you participating in the meal or are you no, off working on your project? I'm off doing other stuff <laughs> at that point. And okay. see, that, that could cause a problem too. They're like, mm-hmm. you're thinking, hey... Are, are we not good enough for you to hang out with, right? Jackson's like, is Daddy beating off again in the corner? <laughs> I get it. So, okay, I mean, that, I don't that, think, I don't that think could be a problem. Annoying. It could be a problem. It's quirky. It's quirky. It's I didn't not, say it was It's not even quirky. It's just something that you do. You but know? do you, would you do that? Knowing that would you I had a, yes. Say your family sent you out to go, I don't know, get some fucking I already told you shit. what my solution is. Well, but see, you're you're knowing that if you didn't do that, that you would do what I did. So you, you're like trying to head it off at the pass. I'm going to put it in the trunk so that I'm doing what Mac does. I'm 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 going to be responsible. But again, with what he's saying, couldn't you just get something to tide you over to get? I've to tried dinner? that. I've tried that too. Buy five sandwiches then. I mean, it doesn't. Taco Bell's a good example. So sometimes there's like certain things I know we're going to buy. I have it on the text because I'm not going to. Re- really remember what you just told me so i said text it to me like all right i'm gonna order this and this i know i know what i want and, oh and give me another uh bean burrito at the same time right so the burrito actually i don't care that much for her, so i just leave it to the last and i still eat my stuff while i'm driving home and i just can't wait i can't i don't want to wait why should i have to wait it's this is america <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> to get off of my whole thing, I do think that another one that I brought up was uh, probably Americans really, they go to, uh, for instance, a, a Chinese or Japanese or Korean, I don't know if Koreans use chopsticks, I guess they do, I don't they know. They do. It's chopsticks you, and a spoon. You go, yeah, the spoon thing is fine for the soup part of it or anything that's liquidy, but I see a lot of Americans will either go and they'll, they'll get the fork and knife and they'll continue to eat, they'll eat, right? Shout out. Uh, they'll eat the food with American u- utensils. Yeah, because they're too lazy to use the chopsticks. I are, think that's wrong. Are they too lazy or they just don't know how? It's not that fucking difficult. I barely know how to do it, and it's not that difficult. AG? Uh, I, yeah, I don't subscribe. <clears throat> first of all, <laughs> first of all, clearly, chopsticks are kind of like it's a, it's a vestigial form of utensilry, Ooh. is it Hell. not? Isn't the fork more efficient? No. Yes? I don't think so. I think it's easier to deal with the food with the chopstick. How so? I just, I, I just, it just makes me feel more authentic. Okay, so not, no real reason. So it's not about, so Mac's reason is not necessarily about functionality, it's about authenticity. But it's not that, still, it's not that difficult. So they, should they order the food in Chinese? <laughs> well, maybe. 
But also at the same time, if you say Americans like to like guzzle food, you know, just like I like to guzzle food when I'm driving back. So home. I wonder, I wonder if, I wonder if, yes, you're absolutely correct about that, Mac. I wonder if what you're saying, Mac, is sort of akin to if like an Italian chef watches somebody eat a pizza, a slice of pizza with a fork and knife as well. Right, or uh, you see somebody with a fork and knife in a candy bar. Right, right. right. Well, some of those Snickers, I mean, like, if you cut them up, it's less, <laughs> fewer calories, but... <laughs> the, the, the thing about the chopsticks, though, uh, because I do use chopsticks, but not necessarily as something that I grew up using as it, with Filipino culture. It's just something that I learned throughout mm. the years. I actually do find chopsticks easier to use. It's easier for that type of food to me. Well, it's, it's it's easier. Easier, and it's also easier specifically for that type of food, especially because there's a lot of them are like bite-sized. You yes. know what I mean? So yes. it's stuff that you can pick up. It's not easier for rice. And, and that's the thing. But the thing, well, the but thing then is, you just sort of just... from an authenticity standpoint, you don't put rice on a plate. Rice is always served in, in a bowl. bowl. Yeah. So when I go to when I go to the, my um, my favorite <laughs> Chinese food buffet in Beaverton, I fill out a, I, I do my cup I mean, I get a cup of rice because then it's you know do do this. You you right. hold you traditionally in, in Chinese cooking at um, Chinese eating rather, they hold their and actually also in Japanese eating they hold their cup of rice in their hand, you know, so that way they can scoop rice um, directly into their mouths. And it's not and that's just part of the cuisine. That's just part of the culture. I mean, here it would probably be and like in America, probably look at that. Let's see it. That's uh, treat that as sloppy. It's not as efficient. But that's not. But but to your but to AG's point, certainly, you know, being able to skewer something with a fork is it's uh, vestigial or what? It's vestigial? not um, vestigial. But you know, it's more. It seems like it would be more efficient because then it's faster rather than if well, you were fork. like let's it's say for instance if you're if you're unfamiliar with the chopsticks right. and you're like learning and you know you look like you're a two year old you know knitting something <laughs> yeah. knitting something. Yeah. Yeah, and it might be easier to, to, to wear. Uh, well, then you shouldn't before. be at the fucking restaurant in the fucking first place. Go to Carl's Jr. That's my point. If you want to go experience another culture, and, and I admittedly, there's the American Chinese version of America. And that's another problem that I have with people is they go to restaurants. They go to a Chinese restaurant. They'll go to a Mexican restaurant, whatever happened there, whatever it is. And they'll order whatever the American version of whatever it is. Oh, I'll give me a hamburger. And yet you're at a very you're at a decent Chinese restaurant. You're ordering a fucking hamburger, or is, you're, instead of an enchilada, you're or a tostada or whatever, you get a hamburger. No, why? That's, that's, why that's do you do that? Thing. That's whatever. That's that's what annoying. About, what's you're talking about is Americanized versions of other foods. But also, if you're at a decent Chinese or Japanese restaurant, and they 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 know because Americans are going to be in there. That not every spouse is going to want to partake, right? So they have like this nasty, or kids, or kids. yeah, they have this nasty. But force the kids to do it; it's Again, better for them. To your to your point, Mac, if you purposefully went there, yes, if you or purposely if, went, or, there. Or, if, or a family decided, hey, it's, let's let's do let's it's going to be taco night or whatever. Yeah, so we'll go to this to the the Mexican place, right? And then somebody in the in the group wants to order, yeah, a burger. burger and fries. I think if you're, I think if you were forced to go there, like to meet up with family members or what or what have you, I mean, I think there's then there's there's okay. that reason that it would, it would be okay. It's kind of the passive aggressive choice, right? Yeah. It's like I don't, I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna order a hamburger because I don't really want to go. So I'm gonna make sure everybody knows that I'm like if you not go, that's really kind of what that is. Like if you go to there, like yeah. if you go to sushi restaurant and then you order a burger, that's where it's oh, like okay, that's are you kidding bit. me. You kidding me? Yeah. Like the best burger in town is the Yakuza burger, isn't it? And that's sushi, sushi, bamboo. Oh, I did not know. Oh, that. but they only make like five of them or something. Hmm. Anyway, five, five, something. but anyway, so but to, to kind of piggyback on, on Max uh, annoyances <laughs> regarding Asian food, um, ramen. All mm. right. So you go to a ramen shop, specific ramen shop. And if you are eating it traditionally, you're supposed to slurp your noodles. Ah, okay? I love slurping. Because, but that's, uh, see, AG's already reacting. I know, uh, I know, know um, I know. Um, <laughs> viscerally here, but yeah. you're supposed to slurp your noodles because that's yes. how you get the most flavor. Yes. You know, and also it's the way to, um, like, cool it down, cool the noodles down a little exactly. bit more. So that's, like, the traditional way. And honestly, in Japan... If you if you eat your ramen, if it takes you more than five minutes to eat that huge bowl of ramen, you're doing something wrong, 
because you're supposed to eat it fast, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, eat it and enjoy it while while it's while it's hot and piping hot and you know and, and everything is hot. It ruins whereas the flavor. Here, otherwise, and whereas over here and people like you know like try to you know like eat it like you would spaghetti. They're and, trying not to slurp it. They're trying not to slurp. Quiet as fucking. Trying possible. not to slurp and also taking yes. twenty twenty five minutes to eat a bowl of ramen. Meanwhile, yeah. everything's already lukewarm or cold. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make it so. So to me, the the annoying quirky part. Uh, the annoying part is when somebody calls me on the slurping. And I'm like, fuck off. I'm doing this exactly. I'm like, why are you even eating a ramen shop? Why are you even <laughs> eating ramen? This is not top ramen. This is not, yeah. you know, Nissen or whatever. But even that, I don't, I'm, I'm fast. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to eat it with, like, chopsticks, clearly. That that one deserves a fork because it's just... Like, are you fucking kidding me? You're talking out of two sides of your mouth. No, it's ramen, ramen shitty fucking ramen... Oh, the shitty ramen. Yeah, ramen. I'm not talking about real ramen, like in a bowl. No, I don't ramen. think it matters. I don't think it should matter. I think you need to eat. If you're saying that you go to a Chinese restaurant and you use chopsticks, you can't go to the Japanese. You can't. I'm, do no, something. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you buy top ramen, and you have the styrofoam cup. I don't feel like I need to get chopsticks for that. Right. In my opinion. Chopsticks might be better for that. Actually, they might be, but let's put a pin on that. Yeah. Ag, <laughs> so you just stole that one. I, like I think I've, I think I've made my case on this before. As far as slurping, slurping yeah. okay, it's cultural, whatever. You're what you're doing is you're, are you enjoying it five percent more than you would if you didn't slurp? Because to me, that five percent is not worth, ups, you know, getting on other people's nerves. I I'd rather I'd rather enjoy it slightly less. In silence, hmm. and get on other people's like, what are they doing? I just thought that's the, I don't like f- chewing don't noises like- or slurping. <laughs> yeah, I don't we'll like. See. I don't like eating noises. Right. So I don't that's like lip smacking. I don't like any of that stuff. I so actually get more satisfaction from hearing other people slurp it because that means that it's good for you know really for one, and I know it's good, and you can cool it off it just good without slurping though. I just don't think you can. I think you're. I think it needs to be eaten while hot. You can eat things hot. however. You, it's like you can eat things at whatever temperature it is. Like pizza, yeah, it's going to be amazing. The the two minutes it just came out of the oven, it doesn't mean I need to ha- eat half the pizza. It's not going to be as good five to ten minutes later, but it's still going to be plenty good let if, me it's, ask, if it is good. Let me ask you something, AJ. Yes, obviously. So you're American. Maybe <laughs> you grew up here. Native in the, American. You grew today. up here in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. So obviously you're you're exposed to a lot of other foods, but there's also a traditional American food, right? Like yep. steak and eggs, sure. or whatever, mm. steak and potato, mashed potatoes, and steamed broccoli, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about the, the American, one. the American, yeah. the American utensils are the fork and the knife, right? The spoon is often a teaspoon, as used to stir tea or, or coffee. coffee. Yeah. All right. In the Philippines, our utensils are a, a, a fork and a spoon. There's no knife. Right, so if I were to come to come to you, you know, um, if you cooked like a, a steak dinner for for us three, and me being Filipino, I I sit at the table, <laughs> I sit at the table with a with a with a fork and a spoon, and I'm trying to cut the steak mm-hmm. with my fork with my spoon rather, because that's how I that's how we do that's how we cut meat in the Philippines. We right. we use our spoon because we because normally the food in the Philippine Filipino food is normally accompanied by rice. So we scoop, we cut the meat, then we mm-hmm. scoop scoop the rice with it with, and the meat morsel on it, and then we shovel into our mouths. Mm-hmm. Would you have a problem with me using the, uh, coming to eating with you with a knife and a spoon, no, tablespoon? Absolutely not. It's not making noise. Well, maybe so. Okay, so not making noise, absolutely. But with when it comes to the utensil, as far as something sort of like cultural, uh, you know, offense. No, I mean, if that works for you, fine. I wouldn't say, oh, you've got, you've got, you better use that goddamn steak knife. I'm not going to come down on you like that. Well, if you can cut it with a spoon, more power to you. But if I it th- makes a lot of noise cutting with a spoon, get a knife. <laughs> well, so see, I think that if you're going to eat whatever it happens to be culturally, you should try to eat it in the way that it was meant to be eaten, right? Mm. Ra- I think ramen, uh, sushi, these types of things, they were not meant to be eaten with fork and knife and spoon. They're meant to be eaten with chopsticks and a spoon. Yeah, no, I mean, these 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 dishes were created before the influence of Western utensilry reached uh, that reached oh, that part of the, part you're of the go world. There. Well, you're gonna go there. No, he does. He does have a point there because yeah. there's actually I think it's uh, like chicken katsu, chicken katsu, yeah, or tonkatsu, mm. which is like the cutlet, uh-huh. which obviously did not exist in Japan. Japan 
Japan's cuisine until they, you know, somebody right. traveled to Germany and so so sure. my point is they often eat the katsu with a with the knife and fork. Okay. As well because otherwise the the strands will be too long and anyway, that's but, gross. So yeah. so no. And I don't have a problem with that. And I don't and personally I like using chopsticks because it, it's like a little I, I like the dexterousness of it. Yes. I like and actually what it might do is actually sort of slow you down. Which maybe is to your point yes. that shoveling food in your face, not it might fact. slow you down. <laughs> what what benefit that has, I'm not sure, but maybe uh, one thing that it's could it could be better is digestion. You know, you're around people longer. It's more of a social interaction rather well, than it's a transactional interaction. Where yeah, I can just go ahead and I can get a fork and I can twirl all this and stuff in my mouth and it's done and we're done in like five seconds. But I think that it, you enjoy the food and you enjoy it in the culture that it was meant to be. Enjoy it, and I guess it's kind of my thing. Okay, well, for, there could be a physiological reason for for eating slower, and that you yeah. get full, like you well, get, yeah, I agree. you feel full sooner than you actually are full, or maybe it's the other way around. You are full before you feel full. Yeah, so if you slow it down, fast, yeah, it kind of you kind of get that. Oh, I get that satiation feeling sooner yeah or without having without having consumed so much food. i see what you're saying so yeah. i can see a reason for that as far as like <clears throat> having to uh, you know do things in the in the culture yeah if you're going to a very authentic place i mean there's reasons why there's reasons why you would use chopsticks there's reasons why you would use a knife and a fork and a you know a spoon but uh i don't know that it's like i don't want to say what other people need to do you go to you go to Marrakesh, this restaurant over here. Yeah, everything's served with bread. There's no utensils. Yeah, right. So I don't know if I would ask for a fork there, but no. also if somebody like if there was an elderly person or a kid, it's just not doesn't you know you need you do need to learn how to do it. Got to learn. But I don't know that it needs to be a mandatory thing. I know rice rice only you know was not really part of the American cuisine until you know a certain point later, right? Until much later. But rice pilaf and you know fried Ooh. rice, etc. How do you eat? How you, do you age? You enjoy? How do you enjoy rice? If I'm at a restaurant like Golden Horse, mm, mm. yes. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh wait, no, it still, it still it's exists. Never. <laughs> There's, they, they do serve their rice in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. They do. They're kind of like fifty-fifty because I'm I'm a white devil. Oh, you are. Uh, being you are. offered you are a devil. offered ch- chopsticks versus a fork. Right. So if I ha- like I, if I'm using chopsticks, I like doing it. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. I just sort of like the challenge of it a little bit. Yep. I but just think that if you're at a restaurant, and not I've actually have not been to many restaurants that offer you one of the two, you kind of have to ask because they're trying to be a, they're trying to gauge, you know, how white you really are, I guess. Or not. Or not. Or not. I mean, because yeah. my dad often asks for a fork at a at a Chinese restaurant. Well, that's unfortunate. But the but yeah. my point my, yeah. my 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 main question is yeah. why wouldn't you use a spoon to eat rice? Oh no, I could do that, but I like I like the because the it's the it's the. Um, the texture of the of the really sticky rice. Yeah, you don't need a spoon for it. No. You can just totally would, grab yeah. it. And, and the reason I say peel off because peel off is the grains are separate. Oh, and, and that one there, I mean, I would totally use a spoon because at that point you're just you're literally grasping it's almost straws that you can't you can't get anything. No, but they don't serve I mean, peel off at a Chinese it, restaurant. They serve peel off in French restaurants. Right, but I would use a spoon there. Do they offer spoons in French restaurants? I don't know. I'm not it's French. A, a spoon and rice is weird to me. See, but it's well, a fork. Like, how fine. would you use a fork? You're losing half of it. You pile. It piles up. No spoons. No, no, okay, no. I'm gonna say this. Spoons. You should use a spoon with for rice. liquid or semi-liquid things, like mashed potatoes. Like a pudding. You no, not even mashed potatoes. Like a pudding. You wouldn't eat a pudding with a fork. Come on. Well, yeah, you I, have rice you wouldn't use it because then you're going to leave rice on the table. You keep coming back. No, but you, it doesn't matter how many times. Right, plus, that rice does have lose. a little glutinous. It kind of sticks together a lot of times. Yeah, but you can cook it in a way that it doesn't. And so when you steam it especially, it doesn't hold together unless you get a certain type of rice. And so to me, eating rice with a fork, unless you're willing to leave rice on the plate, I'm not doing that. I'm getting the spoon because I'm going to eat every little bit of that rice. I don't know that I've ever used a spoon to eat rice. I'm thinking rice pudding, sure. <laughs> Tap, but rice, tapioca. I don't think I've ever used a spoon to eat rice. Well, so see, that's, but I grew up eating rice with a spoon. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that's where the cultural cultural mm-hmm. thing. I mean, like for me, so for me, if I were like if we went to a, 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 a Filipino restaurant, which we have, yeah, not, maybe not with uh, you, yeah, yeah, terrible, Thailand, terrible right? place. Yeah. I almost died. <laughs> anyway, you know, so they obviously serve you with a with a spoon and a fork there, um, and I think and a knife also. But I have in and, and that the particular time that we were all there, I did see some Americans or non Filipinos rather. Uh-huh. Um, Eating rice with a fork, and I'm like, why are you making it so why difficult? I mean, that? that's why yes. you have a spoon. Exactly. Anyway, but hey, I think I, that to me is like the quirky thing that I that I notice is when people don't use a spoon, especially if it's available right. to eat rice. But yeah, only in a bowl, right? You wouldn't need a, you wouldn't use a spoon on a plate of rice. Well, in Filipino well, cooking, the plate the the rice is on a plate. Right. Oh, okay. I I actually would still, and I still do. I'll use my hands, and I'll I'll go ahead and get it. I'll use or a knife. That's another thing. It's like like for Brits, right? If they they when they eat, they use the fork and knife to Backwards. together. Well, but also to they also use it together. And Americans usually put down a utensil and only use one because the knife in American cuisine uh, use rather is mostly just to cut something right pre-cut some cut something before you eat right it. but the Brits will continue to hold on to it and you know make you know threatening gestures to people but at the same time I always find the British way of doing things feels better when you're eating because it, it's it's emphatic when you're making a point but also you can go right back to that banger and go and cut it up boom and also you can use the knife to pile stuff on top of the fork. I've done that's, that. And that is, See? in American, whatever, etiquette, that's bad etiquette. I know. Isn't that weird? To me, it seems, like, obvious that you would do that. But it's, like, that's kind of how we how we put space between us and another culture. Like, England... For what reason? England and America, for, what, for good or bad, yeah, are yeah. pretty closely aligned. Pretty closely right? aligned. Do you think issues. in a post-apocalyptic world, <laughs> when there's only... <laughs> A thousand people left. They'll still use utensils. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, yeah, but because there's there, like a million billion other utensils around you can go the, find. The, no, they were in the underground. <laughs> they were in the bunker. Oh, like the Matrix, yeah. like yeah. Zima commercial. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. They will use their hands, which is what Filipinos started. Well, which is closer to what we were talking about with like the Lebanese food. I love the bread yeah. thing, and you get in there and you can use that just the same way as anything else, and you get oh, you get and like really Indian, good. And Indian cuisine, the non absolutely the non bread. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, what's different about like Marrakesh though is it's not all like a lot of these ones. Your stuff you pick up with is yeah, it's hummus, it's it's tabouli, it's things that are. You don't need yeah, to. You don't need to break it apart, right? Whereas it's like Marrakesh, they'll serve you a thing with chicken, so you got to kind of break up the chicken with the bread, and it just becomes a little tricky. A little tricky, yeah. And isn't that why they have those like bowls of water and shit like that, so you can wash your hands? They actually or something? over there they come and wash your hands for you before nice. you eat. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. That's oh, badass wow. right there. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta you should say. go. Everybody should go to Marrakesh. Restaurant once new Is sponsor. There, did they also? Did they also assist you in the restroom after you peed? Did they? <laughs> yeah, they shake your penis for you. They might. <laughs> Is there a happy ending involved? We don't want to get the hands dirty. You see, so. I'm all about that culture. <laughs> well, I think, I think, gentlemen, that was. Uh, we've unpacked the quirky and annoying eating habits. When we come back from break, we'll dive into controversial foods. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. Welcome back from the break. Hope you made it a good one. Eleventh basket bastard is flying high. <laughs> uh, one one thing before we go into controversial foods, and one other thing that I that is annoying to me are people who talk with their mouths full. Oh, yeah, it's not, not that's not even a quirk. That's just a, that's just wrong. Yeah, it doesn't matter what culture. I think anybody can be able to to uh, to get whatever that was they were eating at that point. You should be able to to be able to make that point. Give a few a few more seconds. Get get rid of the food that's in your gullet. And then make that point because you're spitting it out. It's not even your. We all know people. It's just in, in, it's in your it's in your craw. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's where is the craw anyway? By the way, all things the craw. All things the craw. But there's no culture that celebrates eating with your mouth open, right? No. There's like you can slurping fine. 
You can burp as a sign of appreciating your food. In certain cultures. But I don't think that anywhere, like, says, ooh, I want to see what you're eating while you're eating it. Yes. It's only cultures that maybe they just don't have anything against it, but there's no... There's no cultures that are for it. Well, no. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Have we discovered every... I mean, there's a lot of undiscovered people in the Amazon jungle. True. They keep cutting for down now. forests. But to me, if, if you're if you're you're talking and you're spitting the food, that says a lot more about you than your culture. I think I think most cultures probably don't. Like, as you said, we're not hearing any cultures that celebrate that idea of spraying food. On other people's or faces. The, the little, what the worst part of the little strings. Oh, right? oh God! Or yeah, oh, wait, saliva say. string or whatever it is. It's mixed saliva and food. Just don't. Do just do like it. when you're opening your mouth and you just yeah. see. That's that's one of the worst things. Well, I guess. It, it, I mean, if you enjoy the food though, and you're talking to somebody who's uh, who's cooking with their mouth, <laughs> no, just like, like try to catch it. Oh, okay, I got oh. that one. But it's like okay, they better just, be hungry. <laughs> Really Finish angry. your damn bite before you start talking. Whatever you say yeah. is not going to be, uh, you know, worth having to show other people your pre-digested food <laughs> in your mouth. The silver medal medal for that is if you are um, you're talking to somebody and you're really you're really thirsty, and you end up getting that little bit of the spittle that comes out by accident. That the little little foam that comes out that is really embarrassing if you're talking. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. But when it does happen, it's funny. You all, both of them, pretend both you and the person pretend like it didn't happen because you don't want you don't want to make it. It's like, oh, yeah, no, they they will. They'll sit there. They'll know that they got hit, right? They know that there's incoming, but they don't react, and you don't react. You just keep playing like it never happened, right? Yeah, that's great. So <laughs> that fantastic. And then you both like, oh, let me check. Let me check my phone really quick here, so you give them a chance to go ahead and get get rid of that. That is that is unfortunate. You just say, I'm going to close my eyes for five seconds, <laughs> and you do what you need to do. My, my most favorite political moment, as far as that goes, was uh, Marco Rubio, when he had the whole drinking water thing. When on national TV, he was given the rebuttal to Obama's, uh, I think, State of the Union, and he... He, he was so dry mouth that he's like, oh, I gotta reach. Down. I don't care. I don't care who's watching. I'm reaching down. I'm gonna go grab. It. You remember that? He grabbed and went and reached down and he went out of the camera to grab a bottle of water. He's like, bloop, and then he tried to pretend like it never happened. <laughs> like we know what just happened, dude. We feel you. You're really nervous. You're in front of millions of people. I get it. Next time, put the that glass of water a little bit closer, or go ahead and drink more water beforehand. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. All right. Well, I'm glad we talked about uh, you Marco know, Rubio, Rubio. Yeah. <laughs> and ended up with Marco Rubio. But speaking of controversial, so Boom. Mac, you brought this subject up. I think. Oh, was it you, Ag? Controversial. It wasn't me. Controversial foods, and I think it was in response to a, the topic that Mac suggested. But yeah. counterpoint. <laughs> what What is the biggest controversial food in your in your head right now? You know, I don't know. And some of these are have to do with more just like commonplace foods. This is not talking anything exotic like thousand year eggs or weird cuts of meat. We're talking... What's that shark they have in like the Iceland? Oh my god. Fermented shark buried in a fucking... Oh my god. That kind of stuff. Or kazumazu which is a cheese that's got like maggots in it. Live maggots. Fuck that shit. I'm talking about ordinary stuff that sort of causes a reaction one way or the other. My first one was mayonnaise. Oh. There's a lot of people that really just don't like mayonnaise. And for me, I, it's pretty good, you know? It's, well, what have you heard people say negatively about mayonnaise? Just, I don't know, they maybe they don't like it kind of creamy stuff, or maybe they don't really understand the ingredients very well, or it's just, I, I maybe, maybe I can see why somebody wouldn't like it, but I like it. I mean, it's good on sandwiches, it's good on french fries i'm good on, i'm good with mayonnaise as well and they they even have like the vegans can't even complain anymore because they have, there's an olive oil version of mayonnaise it doesn't taste this, the same obviously but it right. still serves a purpose well i was just say there there's also the sub controversy of that which is uh uh best foods versus uh, uh what's the other one hellman's uh, no no it's the miracle, miracle whip, whip. Oh. yeah the miracle whip so the miracle whip is sweet and disgusting to me it's like really sickly sweet you got the best foods, okay, it's like eggs and whatever. You know what's in it. I don't know what the hell's in that other shit, but it is disgusting. But there's some people who put that shit on sandwiches that it's sweet. The same the same sandwich, right? 
but one will prefer the sweet uh, 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 or the Miracle Whip versus the best foods, and I think that's what the real Civil War is going to happen. <laughs> well, so it's like Miracle Whip is salad dressing, is what they call that, right? Yeah, so it's, it's in not, the mayo section. It's right there by I, the other I get mayo, that. I get right? it. That's become the commonplace, but that's what they classify it as. Bullshit. Salad dressing. Here's the other thing. Sweet pickles. Ugh. No. See? Like, this is like... I, I like sweet pickles. I'm getting... I'm coming around on sweet pickles. I get an erection. How could you come around on those things that are just as bad as uh, as, as the other uh, uh, mayo thing? The, well, okay, here's... here's sorry, go ahead. No, you. Just just to, just to put, 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 you know, a pin on... Miracle Whip. Second round. Sorry, sorry. Hang on. So here's Miracle Whip is made made from water, soybean oil, mm-hmm. high okay. fructose corn syrup, Ooh. vinegar, modified cornstarch, eggs, salt, natural flavor, modified. mustard. So really, the only difference is no, but that the high fructose. The sugar. But let's say it, the sugar. It, it is a sugar. But it's got all the other ingredients. Oh no, no, no. no. But but so, but Hellman's, for instance, real mayonnaise also contains sugar. It has but eggs. No, but but no high fructose corn syrup. Essentially, right. yeah. Hey. Which is just, I mean, another term for sure. So it's really a Powell thing. It's like, do you like sick, sickly sweet things that come from the depths of hell? Or do you like things that you can actually put on a sandwich? <laughs> well, okay. That's so anyway, person. back to pickles. Mayo divide. Pickle. You were going to say something about pickles, weren't you? I like sweet pickles. Like a, like a what is it called, a bread and butter chip? Yeah. Those, I like, have come like almost 180 degrees on those. I actually, I actually don't like the non-sweet pickle, like the actual pickle. pickle. Like a dill pickle, you know? Like I can't do dill pickle anymore. Really? I mean, I mean, I will. Wow. I'll, I'll still eat it, but I prefer the sweet pickles. Like for instance, the the Happy Hour Burger that they serve at Jake's Grill. Uh, it comes with uh, it comes with uh, with sweet pickles, mm-hmm. and it uh, it's a good contrast, you know. From you know, like it's a because you're eating something savory and then you eat something like semi-sweet. Why don't you just have a dessert instead of eating something <laughs> sweet with the fucking savory? Hang that's, on, that's like. I think a lot of good dishes sort of hit all four or five of your taste sensors at the same time. Umami. Right? So, that's why you put ketchup on a burger. So it gives you a little bit of tang, gives you a little bit of sweet. People do. Let me clue you in on that. People do that. So Hang tight, Arkansas. Sweet relish on like a hot dog is pretty damn good. It can actually take the place of ketchup because it's fulfilling the same... It's function. Yeah. So sweet pickles is a, is a cause of controversy. I would right think. So. I, I I used to. I agree. Just, I used to really not like sweet pickles whatsoever. And, I, and the other thing is, I don't know if I would eat like a pickle, a sweet pickle, like a whole. It's got to be cut up. Yeah, it's got to be very cut into small slices. portions. Right? Well, smaller, just slices. So we have one version of pickle in the in Filipino cuisine called achara, and it's always been, and it's they, we always put the sugar in it, it along with the water and vinegar mm-hmm. and all that so i've always grown up with the sweet pickles but then mm-hmm. when i moved here to the u.s and it's all about the dill right you know yeah. i mean with everything so it's so i got acclimated to the just the pickle <laughs> the vinegary pickle american pickle, and all the american pickles so yeah. i just started reintegrating the the sweet pickles mm-hmm. back into my taste and you're very happy with that, i am happy with it yeah. because it's it, you know it, it evokes uh, in books, childhood memories that I thought I lost. So. Well, I'm fine with that. See, I don't have a problem with that part of it. I'm just saying that if you're looking at uh, uh, the the overall theme of these type of things you guys are talking about is sickly sweet additions to meals that really don't need that. I'm not saying I give a rat's ass about the pickle or mayo. I just don't like integrating something that's like so sweet into something else that is savory. I can't imagine a meal that I've eaten that I thought that that was a good idea, where you integrate that much sweet into something. Do you like curry? I like non-sweet curry. So I like Japanese curry. (laughs) I like Japanese curry. It's more like gravy. Japanese curry has sugar in it. Yeah, but it's not... It's not... It's not... But that much, what you're, like what you're saying, and overt. Yeah, what you're saying is you want a more nuanced taste yes. rather than it being, you know, fighting with with one another. Yes. So it's almost like eating, you know, putting. If you're like, you know, you've heard those people who put popcorn in ice cream. Oh God. Yeah. Or they dip their Wendy's fries in their chocolate oh, shake. Fuck those people. Or they dip sideways. Dicks in choc- melted chocolate. Well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, like a magic shell on your dick. <laughs> it would be kind of interesting. 
Depends. You know, I've always been disappointed by the taste of Magic Shell, not on a dick, but just in general on ice cream. I don't know if it works on the dick. It doesn't taste very good. It's really... I think it'll be uncomfortable. I don't think it'll solidify, because it solidifies because it's on something cold. So that means just, that's the thing. You have to dip your dick if someone's in. Someone's dick is cold. They, that's a big, big, big problem right there. Yes, yeah. that's necro. That's, that's necrophilia. You, you need less magic. That's necrophilia right there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here, another one. That's is, not controversial. In Jesus. My opinion. No. All right. Let's keep, that, let's keep that out of here. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza. Oh, I'm no. I'm okay with it. No. I like it. I'm you guys okay are with fucking it. freaks, man. What is your beef with it? It should not be on a pizza. Every pizza place in the world offers pineapple. What I'm is not your problem? saying that they don't. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's not right. Why? It, because pineapple should be enjoyed cold on a beach somewhere. <laughs> Do you think they, it should not be on a pizza? So Hawaiians, they go up, they chop down. They're at the beach. They, they chop down a pineapple. Do they really make that pizza they there go, in Hawaii? They Come go, on. They go put the pineapple in the fridge before they eat it. Like I would now, if it was ice cold pineapple, maybe I would try it, but I still wouldn't enjoy it. So it Sam, shouldn't be on that. Sam Savory and sweet. Come Sam on. Sam Panopoulos, who was born in Greece and moved to Canada when he was twenty, decided to try out pineapple on pizza in 1962 to attract <laughs> customers to one of his Ontario-based yeah. restaurants. Pe- people like you, what and the, you, dude. That's the Greek dude. Also, pineapple so and ham. Those two go together better than any two other ingredients. Bullshit. The pineapple actually breaks the ham down. And it's the sweet g- versus the salt versus the umami versus the tanginess is, like, perfect. There's nothing better, first of all, than peanut butter and chocolate. Let's just go in and end that argument right there. It's done. Wait, you on can't, a pizza? No. He said that was the best combination of, like, of flavors. On Bullshit. pizza. You didn't say that. You didn't say on pizza. Well, it was implied. Well, I'm just talking about in general. And bullshit also. I think the best thing is pepperoni and sausage and cheese and There's no savory. Tanginess. There's no tangy. You got it from the tomato. There's no sweet. You got it from the tomato. That's sauce. Not the tomato sauce is usually sweeter. The tomatoes do add a little bit of sweetness. I, I, Boom. I, I it's a fruit. A, a Boom. I win. <laughs> I agree with you on the chocolate peanut butter. Okay, thank uh, you. But you're wrong on chocolate peanut butter pizza. Oh, well, <laughs> depends on the, the type of crust. That sounds like some shit that fucking Izzy's would pull, though, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, my God, Izzy's is Dessert so, pizza. Ha, have we all been to Izzy's? I have been, yeah, we've been. We've it is been. the most disgusting pizza imaginable, and people probably die there more than they do for mass shootings every year. <laughs> I'm just saying. We can only hope. Yeah, future sponsor. <laughs> Rip. But there was a time when you, when you enjoyed it, like when you didn't know any better. It was always on the TV. We saw the ads. Better. And I haven't seen an ad for Izzy's, but I still see Izzy's mm, occasionally. There's ads. there's ads. I haven't seen an ad for Izzy's in years. Well, have you watching local television much? Well, or? no. Well, there you go. Okay. True. So it's two against one in terms of uh, pineapple on pizza. So I, I win. The, whatever, the Prime Minister of Iceland came out against it or something, but, I mean, come on. Against the pineapple and... Yes, and, Oh, I love that guy. So what, that is, guy I mean, seriously, when something becomes so commonplace, you're still angry at it? I don't know. I mean, I'm not angry, I'm just saying it's gross. Oh, you're... you're well, angry. the guy who invented is dead now, so let's just kind of... Oh, he, he did die. He died. Well, good, he, he should die. The inventor died. The inventor died. He choked, I hope he died and choked on choked a on pizza, pizza filled with... Pineapple and ham. And what about beverages, gentlemen? Are there Oof. any controversial beverages uh, well, these days? There's that, but I want to say there is also the idea of... So, for instance, I drink a lot of Pinot Gris. Pinot Which gr- isn't it's, Pinot Gris... It's actually it, Pinot Gris. I, 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 green? Yeah. Isn't normal Pinot G like a little bit green normally? No, 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 no. That's the uh, the other one. That's, that's oh. the Vino Verde. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. Vino Verde, which, which is another verde, it's a whole yeah. other thing. Okay. Uh, but I got so uh, Claire invited some friends over to the house the night, as you all know. Uh, and that was weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it was weeks ago. Sorry, it wasn't last night because uh, my memory is going. But the the uh, someone mentioned, I think I don't remember if it was the his wife or it was himself. I was like, oh, Pinot Green. He was like, yeah, you know, y'all are drinking, you know, beer. And it's actually, this is way more high in alcohol content. It's also way sweeter. No? Well, this this actually isn't as sweet as some of the others. But regardless, if you're looking at like a badass quotient, I think if you drink four of the Pinot Gris versus four beers, 
I'm on top because I'm more badass than you're like. Let's totally. let's. I'm let's sorry, kind like, of reverse we, psychology there, maybe. That's what I'm good at. Also, yeah. also, let's clarify the uh, the let's quantity. Clarify. Let's clarify the uh, serving size. Well, we're not talking about full bottles of Pinot Gris. Well, no, no, no. I wouldn't. I, if I drank four bottles of Pinot Gris tonight, I would only live till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Pinot, I'm just saying. So what was the controversy with the Pinot Gris? It was just that it was like it is in general more thought of as like a girly drink. Oh, right. Really? Hmm. I don't agree. I think that it is the uh, the drink of raging alcoholics. <laughs> no, but no, but really beyond that, I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking Pinot Gris. This is not what I'm drinking today. Is not good Pinot Gris. Let me just say that right now. It's the bottom of the barrel. It's not that far above of, of the MD twenty twenty challenge, which I have. Don't say own. the don't say the uh, uh, brand name unless we, we want, want another sponsor. No, but yeah, we we need sponsors, man. We do, we do. No, but I, I'm fine with this. But also, I think the beer, like we were talking about earlier, will make you a little bit fuller than you actually are. So you may not eat anything all day. You drink uh, a glass of Pinot Gris, a full glass, not just some like you know, shitty glass that you get at like a wine tasting. Drink a good, <laughs> a good glass of Pinot Gris you, and you, you drink a, a, a bottle or a pint of a beer, you will feel way fuller and closer to heart attack and death eat, drinking the beer than you would be the Pinot Gris. I, I agree, but more for just it's the volume of... of drinking that you're doing yeah it's just more beer is a lower alcohol content so you need to drink more right so you drink the whole thing it's like yeah you feel fuller because there's more liquid in your stomach right but and, and it could also be to more your point where just the i don't know if there's something in the makeup of beer which really gives you that full sensation right but i'm thinking more of just like it's just because there's more fluid in your stomach there is that, and I also want to get over the whole, uh, you know, racist uh, trope of, of guys. Oh no, it's not racist. Genderist. That's not a good term either. Sexist. Sexist. Thank you. That that one uh, of the idea of, you know, the drinking of the, the white wine or any kind of wine for a guy is somehow kind of weird. I think more guys should drink wine. You'll be much. You'll be much happier. There's right? less less carbs. There's less. actually more keto friendly. For instance, absolutely. Well, plus, I mean, it's kind of like an American thing, isn't it? Like it's American. If you're drinking white wine in France, I don't think anybody. Nobody would you. buy a bad nine. No. no. It's like, hey, play. look at that guy's coat. Look at his car. He's pretty solid. He's solid. He's drinking white wine. So what? It's good. In Canada, though, I don't know. The Canadians are all beer. I think the Canucks are kind of. No, they drink maple syrup. <laughs> just straight out of the fucking sand. Is there a drink? I don't know this. I'm just saying because I don't know. Is there a, a fermented maple syrup drink in Canada? I think we should have the production team look look this. You up. think it would work? Because there's a lot of sugar in it, and yeah, like a dessert type of thing, right? Something you'd pour on a, I don't know, like a bunch of vanilla ice cream or something. So you're thinking like hard pancakes? Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Mike's See, hard that, pancakes. That I can get behind. Right. As long as it's not like I don't want watery though. I want still the thick, the thickness of the syrup. He's, well, so yeah, it's called maple mead. Fucking oh. man! I knew there must be something like that. <laughs> that, that makes sense, right? Makes. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, and I've tried mead. I'm not a big fan of the mead. I don't know about you guys. Have you ever tried mead? I've not tried. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it's been a while. Weird. It's very strange. Yeah. I mean, it I, doesn't taste good. Yeah, it'll definitely fuck you up, but it didn't. It, it didn't taste good. I've had it, and whatever reason, I'll probably never have it again. Well, that's the thing. If if anybody actually goes back and reads the Greek myths or any kind of like Greek myth, they talk about honeyed wine. Mm-hmm. That's what they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. They're talking about mead, and so that's been going on for thousands of years. And to me, there was a reason why it went away, because it sucks. It's awful. Let's talk about hard seltzer real quick because this oh, is yes. definitely uh, the claw, all the sorry. rage. Yeah, all the rage these days. There is a particular brand that uh, is more popular than others called White Claw, but it's technically a malted beverage. Um, and there are several other brands brands out there. Um, what's your thought on on White Claw AG or I'm sorry, hard seltzer? Well, <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty interesting uh, market decision that somebody made that. Hey, I'm gonna put booze in something that didn't normally have booze, but I'm not gonna like make it into like a margarita thing or 
the daiquiri. It's just going to be basics. Water, maybe a little bit of flavoring, and booze. And booze, yeah. And I think that's... It's almost like, why didn't they think of that before? But also, do we really need that? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. it's really... it's. Like, I, you, I couldn't see going to a bar and asking for a White Claw. It's like I don't see going to a restaurant and asking for a breakfast burrito. You know, just give me breakfast. I don't need... The burrito is what makes it portable. And that's right. what the White Claw is. The can makes it so you can take it anywhere. But if you're at a bar, they can make you the same thing. But they right. also have hard, seltzer, hard seltzers in uh, on tap as well at a couple of restaurants now, too. So. Well, to me, it's like the whole cider thing. I don't really, I've never got the whole cider. I don't like cider. Again, I, I guess I'm just someone who doesn't like really overly sweet things. <clears throat> but the, I tried the white, the, we, we, we bought it a couple weeks ago, uh, the white, 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 white claw. And um, it was actually good. I thought it was tasty. Uh, and I can see how, um, I mean, it doesn't do anything. It's only like 5%. Five percent alcohol, alcohol content, and actually is, less calories than beer. Uh, and I think that's the real hook. What they're going for is not yeah. the getting wasted thing, because they know you're probably going to be drinking other things around the white claw. It's like the white claw donut effect. You're going to be drinking other things <laughs> inside that donut. You get a lot more fucked up than than uh, that. But it just it doesn't taste any different from drinking like a bubbly or a Lacroix. And I wonder if there, if that market now, if people are going to move away from the non-alcoholic stuff because it really doesn't taste that good. Let's just be honest. That that, that seltzer water is really gross. Mm-hmm. And then at least you get some sort of a pop. You get a bang for your buck with By drinking the, a white claw. With white claw, and it's perfect for all these frat girls. They're going to go out. They're not going to get wasted. Sorority girls. Sorority girls. Sorry, I don't know. I didn't go to that yeah, kind of college. <laughs> yeah. But the, so they're going to be able to drink a lot of those and get buzzed. Spend a lot of money. So it's good for both. It's, it's good for the business. It's good for the gals. Uh, they're still going to get it wasted. And then, they're and then you know, the, you know, the whole thing all works out. I just don't think the bubbly. The death of LaCroix has actually been happening. That was the first one that really came out. Uh, but I remember New York Seltzer when I was a kid, right? Those are sweet. Yeah. They eliminated the sugar. They went to the... So people are, okay, that's great. Now let's get back to the booze. So we've well, got this. they've been doing seltzers with, like, essence of flavors for quite a while. Right. That's not something that LaCroix cornered Well, but it wasn't as popular they as was, it they, was. they got the steez. They got the kind of, you know, they made it sort of cool, and like how they're packaging is and i think actually white claw does a really good job of this because their packaging is very attractive i think it is and it's very simple it's just white canned graphics and then there's like a little color maybe near the bottom or something of whatever flavor it is yeah but i you know it's basically a vodka soda in a can and that's sort of been pitched as a vodka soda being the least calorie intensive drink that you can have and still get drunk and most white so it works out with the white it's, even it's more white than it's clear yeah. it's so fucking white it's clear which happens to be the favorite drink of our uh, producer which is about which is vodka soda not vodka soda I can't do soda because of my ass oh, that's right I forgot about that tonic <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but it used it, to be your favorite one. It though. used to be, yeah. Is, so I, I'm, I'm trying to. I was frantically searching for the uh, ingredients for Mike's Hard Lemonade. I'm glad we it, talked long enough. It kind of, it kind of sounds like a Mike's Hard. Le- have you? Did you guys have Mike's Hard Lemonade? Yeah, that was gross. I can't do. I can't do sweet alcohols. I cannot do it. It's just yeah. instant headache. I can yeah. do it, but not Mike's. I need some actual alcohol. Like I can do the. As it's been hurricane. Uh, yes. I can also do the Long Island iced tea. Is that sweet? I've never had one. Oh, actually. it's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. Super sweet. Super sweet. But okay, well, all right. Well, hard seltzer is here to stay at least for a while. It's not a, a, as passing a trend as Zima was. But but what's what's the what is the controversy here? Well, I think that at the, for me is that, and I think you mentioned this off off uh, mic, is that it was it's become so big so fast. It's like they've done such a good job at the, with the marketing part of it it's not a, like a, some amazing innovation it's just that they've done a really good job in marketing it so to me it are it automatically becomes kind of suspicious well to me again to me it's they've 
they've portableized it, a drink that you can get in a bar. Like, you can't go to a bar and say, hey, right. make me a beer, you know, or make me a wine. But you can go and say, I want a vodka soda and I want it flavored raspberry. And they can do that. Bitters, like put some bitters or whatever. What, whatever. But if you go in there, I want a White Claw, it's, again, it's like where, it's like you're going to a breakfast place and ordering a burrito. Well, a burrito is a portable meal. You can take it with you. They have plates. You can put a breakfast on it and eat it. So if you're going to a bar and you're ordering a white claw, I'm I'm we're not, we can't be friends. We're not going to be hanging out. I, I, <laughs> no, I, no. I got to agree with that too. And and that's the thing is like if if you can't just like man or woman up and just order a rum and coke or a whiskey soda or something else, you know what the fuck are you even there? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. <laughs> well, I think we I think we uh, talked through that uh, to uh, to our listeners' delight because. I don't think there's anything more to say about White Claw or any of these other... Covered it. Your mom might have something to say about we've, it. We've completely, was completely covered everything. It's too, too, completely comprehensive. Um, and so I'm hoping that our listener enjoyed this episode because there's not much more to say. So why don't we just uh, wrap things up and uh, go drink some White Claw. Mm-hmm.